good Christmas morning. This is Saturday morning, December 25th. Merry Christmas. My name's Tom Short, so glad to have you along with us today in our daily word and prayer. And so glad you joined me today. I see that there are actually people here, so glad to have you. It's a wonderful day. I'd like to just share a brief scripture if I could. I'd like to ask a question first. What's the greatest miracle of all time? I suppose you could say it was the creation of the universe. That was pretty significant. Six days, God created the heavens and the earth, all that is seen and unseen. Maybe it was the the death on the Christ where one man paid for the sins of the world. Wow, you stop and think about that. One man and all the sin and all the weight of all the sin and all of history fell on the shoulders of one man. That's a pretty big miracle. Three days later, when he rose from the dead, conquered our enemy. I mean, death gets everybody. And Jesus conquered enemy. He conquered death. He conquered our enemy. He he conquered Satan, who had the power of death. And when he rose from the dead, no doubt, one of the great miracles of all time. How about dividing the Red Sea? My goodness, have you ever seen like a sea or even a huge reservoir? Even if it wasn't, you know, like the the Atlantic or something, have you seen a sea that would split and divide and people walk through it? My goodness, what a great miracle that was. I suppose there's, you go through the Bible and there's some pretty amazing miracles in there. But this morning we celebrate what may be the greatest miracle. It's certainly in, the, in that top handful of amazing acts of God. And we read about it in John chapter 1. Of course, the very, you know, in, in Matthew and Luke, we have the actual Christmas story. Matthew shows Jesus as the king of the Jews, and it presents him, and we see the story of the wise men coming to worship him, bringing gifts fitting for a king. We see right at the very beginning his conflict with King Herod, who wanted to kill him. Luke points us to Jesus as the Son of Man, and we see the humanity of Jesus. So often those first three chapters, quite a bit about his family, Mary and his youth, and, and, um, and Mary and Elizabeth, their relationship. Mark, he's a servant of the Lord, is the, the, the theme of that. We don't even see his birth in that. It just starts as an adult. He's out proclaiming the gospel, preaching the gospel. But John shows us Jesus as the divine Son of God. It's interesting, the four Gospels, Matthew, he's a king, Mark, he's a servant, Luke, he's a man, John, he's God. Two paradoxical things, a servant, a king, a man, and God. And John shows us the Son of God, the divine Son of God, and we read about this miracle in chapter 1, verses 1 through 5, and then we'll skip to verse 14. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. And the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through Him. And apart from Him, nothing has come into being that has come into being. In Him was life. And the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness. And the darkness did not comprehend or overpower it. Verse 14. And the Word became flesh. And dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, glory as of the only begotten from the Father, full of grace and truth. There we have it, friends. 
the miracle. It's called the incarnation. Jesus was in the beginning. He was with God, and he was God. We see here, we begin to see here the, this mystery of the, tr the Trinity, the triunity, one God revealed in three persons. And, and, he, and all things came into being through him. Nothing came into being apart from him. And in him was life. And the life was the light of men. This is what makes Christmas so special. In Jesus is life. When we remember Jesus, in him is life. And the life is the light of men. And people who live in darkness and who live in depression, in despair, people who live with the weight of sorrow hanging over them, they can find peace and they can find life and they can find light in Jesus Christ. And indeed, he does lift us up, does he not? He takes even the most difficult of circumstances. And sometimes, and certainly life has difficult circumstances. But the more we see Jesus, the more we rise above those challenges, those difficulties, those heartaches, and we see that in him was life, and the life was the light of men. And we celebrate on this day that the, that the word, the expression of God, he's called. The logos was the Greek word. In him, in this logos, in, in the word, became flesh and dwelt, or the concept is tabernacled. There was the tabernacle in the Old Testament where God dwelt. And here the idea, if you read like the Amplified Version, it says he tabernacled among us. He made his dwelling place. The Word, who was God, who was God and is God, tabernacled among us in human flesh. And we beheld his glory. Now it's interesting, Philippians 2 tells us he laid aside his privileges as God. We don't see Jesus when we see Jesus, we, Jesus, his, um, his omnipotence, he had to learn things. He had to trust his Father for power. His omniscience, he had to he set that aside. As a little baby, he didn't know everything. He had to learn to read. He had to learn to speak. He had to learn the, he had to learn the Bible. He had to learn the Scriptures. He, his power, he, he exercised his power by the power of his Father through faith. He got tired. The omnipotent God... The all-knowing, all-powerful, he, he laid aside his, um, his omnipresence. He wasn't able to be at one place you know, like here today and here in America and in India at the same moment. He could only be at one place at one time. He laid aside all these privileges, it tells us in Philippians 2, and took the form of a man, took the form of a servant, a bondservant. And, and, um, and lived that way. This is the mystery of the incarnation. He never stopped being God. But he laid aside his privileges as God. I, I share it like this. Suppose, suppose the world's wealthiest man, who I believe now is Elon Musk. Suppose the world's wealthiest man, a multi-billionaire many times over, wanted to go and, and relate to poor homeless people. And so he might put on some poor clothing, and he might uh, walk and go to a homeless encampment, and he might not take his wallet or his credit card or his checkbook. He might not have a limousine drive him there. He might look just like everybody else. And he might choose voluntarily to live like everybody else and to have the same difficulties and the same poverty as everybody else. However, he never stopped being the billionaire that he was. 
He, for a while, he lived as if he wasn't. He did, and he didn't call upon his his uh, chauffeur. He didn't call upon his credit. He didn't pull out his credit card. He lived just like the homeless person, because he was among them. He lived among them. He never stopped being who he was, and likewise, Jesus Christ never stopped being God. This is it's his nature. It's who he was. It's it's his being. But for a while, he chose to live among us in the flesh as a, just as a human, with the same weaknesses. Scripture says he was tempted in all things like us, and yet without sin. He, called, he had to rely upon his Father for miracles. He relied upon his Father for wisdom, for knowledge, for understanding. He lived like us. And, of course, why did he do this? John 3.16 tells us, God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten Son that whoever believes in him might not perish, but have eternal life. This is the good news of Christmas. Amen? The good news of Christmas. So I hope you are enjoying that today. I hope you have a wonderful Christmas day. I hope you can spend it with ones you love. And if you, if you are more alone today, I hope that this time that we're together here on, on this live stream on YouTube might be a source of encouragement and comfort to you as, as you're part of this community. And I, we see one another through the screen, but we are growing to love one another, uh, this online community together. And so I thank you for that. I hope you have a wonderful day. I hope that it's a blessed day in the Lord and, and centered in Christ and with the ones you love and a day of generosity, kindness, giving, and celebration of this great miracle, the incarnation. Father in heaven, we thank you today that you so loved the world. You gave your only begotten son that whosoever would believe in him might not perish but have eternal life. Jesus, we confess today that you are the word that became flesh and dwelt among us. We confess that in you is life, and the life was the light of men. Father, we thank you for your Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus, we pray that today you might be more real to us than ever. You might be more alive to us than ever. We might have greater insight into who you are, what you've done, and I pray today that for every one of us that we would know the height and depth and width and breadth of the love of God that is seen in Jesus Christ. We might believe that you are for us. Nothing can separate us from your love, not life, nor death, nor height, nor depth, nor, nor principalities, nor powers, nor anything that is, nor anything that will be, nor, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We bless you today. We love you. I pray today for each one of us, Lord, that we would have the peace of Christ ruling in our hearts. Pray today, particularly, Lord, for any here who don't have others to celebrate Christmas with, that you might be near to them, you might be a comfort to them, you might be an encouragement to them, and bless their day uh, with your presence. We thank you. We worship you. We trust you today. We, we walk in your spirit, and we're filled with the joy of the Lord because we know the good news proclaimed to those shepherds so many years ago. We bless you today. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, last night, Roz and I stayed in. We didn't go to Christmas Eve. We're, we're kind of avoiding. All of our friends seem to be having COVID now, and we have our Faith Walkers Conference coming up, and last night, I heard that one of our speakers, COVID is now in his family as of yesterday, and he may not be able to join us. 
But uh, so we're kind of being real careful with this big conference coming up. We stayed home last night and we watched, uh, we'd been wanting to watch A Christmas Carol. Did you know the, the, the Ebenezer Scrooge story? Do you know there's like, like it seems like a dozen different ones uh, depictions of the Christmas, a Christmas Carol, the story of Scrooge and Tiny Tim and Bob Cratchit and so on. We looked at one we'd never seen. It was a musical, and it's called A Christmas Carol, the musical. Now, we had, let me tell you how to get it. You had to go to Amazon Prime, and then you have to subscribe to the Hallmark Now channel, which was 99 cents a month for the first two months. Okay, so we just we're watching one. It was really good. I've seen a number of these Scrooge movies, and I love them all. I love the story of it. This one is a musical. It's pretty nice. If, you, if you're looking for a movie to watch today, I might recommend you would enjoy that one. Watch it to the end. It's a powerful ending. God bless you. You have a great day. Worship the Lord. Be, be enjoying his presence. I love you guys. You have a Merry Christmas, and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.